to another adventure with porch beers with the links uh this is uh this is another home game for you andy we are coming at you live from mascuda big fan of the home game because all i have to do is walk outside <laughs> and if there's one thing in my life i like more than well anything is uh minimal movement minimal work and effort <laughs> involved in anything i think that's what Kristen said yeah if i can just not Never mind. You know what? I tip my cap, sir. Ah, uh, we'll just leave that one there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a great night. I tell you what, we're joined by maybe our biggest fan we have going, and also softball all star. Softball all star. Three years running: 2012, 13, and 14. Tell you what, he's on the ballot box for this year, and he's running a tight campaign after uh, his trip around the bases last two weeks ago, three weeks ago, right? Three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, I would describe it as heroic. There Yeoman's was, effort. Yeah, there was definitely some incredible soundtrack music going in the background. <laughs> kind of like a la The Natural. You know? I, mean, it was, I believe there were some lights exploding too in the background. <laughs> Round in second. Hobbling. Doing my triple jump uh, run uh, methodology there, yeah. It was simultaneously the most painful thing I've ever seen. And, like, I, I, the, the funniest, coolest thing I've ever seen, like, because... My wife said the same thing when we got married. <laughs> <laughs> so Dave skipped right over it. It is Rob Dyer, Pastor Rob, who is joining us. Uh, yeah, sorry, we went down the, the rabbit hole of his trip around the bases. That's and his all. marriage, apparently. And right, his marriage. Right. And his honeymoon. So, no, uh, I, I mean... You blistered the heck out of the ball. Like, it, I mean, it was just a shot that landed right between the pitcher, the shortstop, and the second baseman. <laughs> yes, it was. And, and you legged the heck out of that ground laser, uh, line drive. Okay. I want to say it was, just, it was a strategic <laughs> bloop. A strategic bloop is what I call that hit. But you legged the heck out of it, and you beat it out, but I could tell when you got to first base, you were done, man. The hammy was gone. You were done. The hammy was pulled, and some joker already took our pinch runner <laughs> spot, so I knew I had to hobble around those bases. Our pitcher said he felt a slight tweak in his in his in his hamstring <laughs> a tweak and he's just like ah something doesn't feel right so why don't i get a courtesy runner this inning rob mm. uh, and so he was courtesy ran for and immediately forced out at second base so it came for nothing right uh and then you got on and everybody could see he was just i mean he was done and i go hey uh how many courtesy runners can we have in an inning <laughs> Knowing full well, other teams in the past have used, what, two to three courtesy runners in an inning, and nobody ever cares. Right. But I asked the question, and thus, instead of asking for forgiveness, instead of asking for... Always ask forgiveness, not permission. Uh, so, I mean, you, uh, you ended up scoring on three straight singles that probably could have all been extra base hits. <laughs> Every single one of them should have been a double, but they were single because me at the front of the line was just... Hobbling to each base, barely, 
before the throw got there to get me out. Didn't yeah. the dude actually have to drop a ball? Yes, on third base. He had to <laughs> drop the ball as they would have had the force out. At third, from right from, field, right? From the throw from right field <laughs> as I just hobbled my way over there. Oh, that was... And it, it was like a hop and then like a drag your leg three steps. And then yes. a hop and yes. then a drag your leg it three was. steps. Does Riley have a club foot? It was... It was, it was it was, I, it was the best, though. Seeing you score uh, that run, that was memorable, sir. It's, yeah. It's yeah. really what's going to turn our season around. Now we're playoff bound because of this kind because of Kirk Gibson-like heroics <laughs> oh my from Rob. Uh, Had you actually fist-pumped during it, oh, that would have really inspired uh, the team to greatness. You missed an opportunity. Well, we're pretty well guaranteed that that hammy's going to get pulled again in a future <laughs> game, so I can... I can modify my running style to match your uh, expectations. Well, you have a you have a lot of tough duties back there behind home plate. Calling a good game, making oh, yeah. pitch selection. Oh yeah, yeah. People don't understand in slow pitch softball how complicated it is to be the catcher. Right. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're catching the ball. Sometimes it hits the side of the plate. You got to go chase it. Sometimes all the way to the other dugout. <laughs> Some all the way to the dugout. And not everybody's helpful, right? And uh, you know. I just feel like it's underappreciated. Although, the other day, our pitcher says to me, um, I, I really appreciate the way you're talking them up at the plate. Like, it distracts them. You know, when you make them laugh back there, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's what, that's I, what I was All doing. part of the strategy. That's right. I was just trying to make a friend. <laughs> and don't underestimate the importance of picking up the bat for the other team when it's got dropped, because you don't want anyone tripping over that. I do that. I do. I kick it out of the way, yeah. so when they run home, they don't, yeah. He tries to throw it into our dugout so we can get that so bat. we can have the good one. <laughs> I am known for my bat throws. That's true. <laughs> That's, so. Yeah. You know, and most people only have that one memorable trip around the bases, and you have two. You I have do. the Little League home run yes. where you moonwalked <laughs> into home plate. Yes, which I believe might have been the topic of episode two of your podcast, yes. if I remember correctly. Yep. Wow. Because me and mm-hmm. true fan over there, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, Rob, what is it like to be uh, in this in, uh, accompanied by this much greatness at one oh time? You know, I was going to bring over my elliptical so I could be on that during it because for the first four episodes, every reference that I had in your podcast connected with me on an elliptical. Well, we didn't have much. No. <laughs> Including were, listeners, actually. No, no. I mean, once we got to, like, episode five, and it was like, oh, okay, we got off of Rob in the elliptical, I thought. Right, That's these, what she said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are these guys are ready for the big time. We're finding our footing. Oh, my gosh. It's an honor to be here. I always like hanging out with you guys. Always say two links are better than one, but I'll take well, one. Everyone has always said two links are better than one. I'm pretty sure there's several T-shirts out there that say that. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. One of one of my favorite things. Me and Rob's were, me and Rob were having a conversation one night. I, it might have been a text exchange or an actual a person to person. And Rob goes, "Sometimes when I leave things with you and Dave hanging out, I just think I'm just not going to worry about those links because it'd be too much work." <laughs> Too much work to worry about us? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm going to uh, respectfully uh, object to that recollection. I don't remember that. So. <laughs> I do. It's actually one of my favorite things. I'm like, well, you know right. what? I'm doing all right in life. There you go. If it's too much work to be concerned about me. Oh, no. 
You know what one is, again, I think we're listing off favorite Rob stories here then oh, at this gosh. point, but I loved, and I think I fell in love with Rob at this point, when he worked in reverse cowgirl and hand stuff into his sermons. Just for us. Just for us. Oh, that was great. And then, and then someone in the first service actually comes up and goes, you know, you know what reverse cowgirl means, right? <laughs> yeah, it was added by, I wasn't sure, so I Googled it. So that means that if you guys ever check, you know, if the church here on its Wi-Fi has like some kind of like filter or water, you're going to see that someone Googled that. And I was like, and then I just got preoccupied with the idea like, you think we're checking the logs. Oh, thank God. Because you wouldn't believe what I look up over there. So, but yeah, and um, yeah, I I was amazed at just how far the recommendation or the uh, request went in my first year at the church where people were like, can you fit this in? Can you fit that in? And then it was like, then it got to the point where like, I think it wasn't fun anymore because they're like, oh, it's too, he'll do anything. And that's when Reverse Cowgirl got suggested. <laughs> and they thought they had me. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dolsky and I were talking about this earlier, and he mentioned that specific story and about the guy who pointed it out in the earlier mass yeah. to you and said, now, now, Rob, I don't know if you're aware of this, mm -hmm. but... Uh, he was very low-key. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was good-hearted. Good, good intentions. Yes, and absolutely. did you play it off as in... Oh my gosh, I'm so... You no, know, no, I, no. I said, I fully, I fessed up. I said, I said, oh no, actually I said, um, there's this group of people and every once in a while they dare me to put something into the sermon. There's this group of people. <laughs> and I, well, I didn't want to give out names. Uh, there's some miscreants that hang out with <laughs> yes. me. And they like to uh, start some tomfoolery, you know. And then, uh, so, uh, yeah, so they, and they, you know, dare me to do it. And so that's why I did it. And then I just looked at, at the guy because I thought, like, I, maybe I broke something here. Like, the relationship, <laughs> right? And, and, and his response was just like, oh, okay. And, and I think it was like, all right, you know what you're doing. Like, I, <laughs> his concern was that, like, I was, you know, he was trying to help me. Right, right. Once he knew I was an idiot doing it all <laughs> he was like, well, my job's done here. I'm not saving you, you know. But, um, no, it was very sweet and nice, and it's nice that people watch out for you, and and it was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah. Now, now, when he did hand stuff, though, he did do jazz hands. <laughs> Which is not uh, the first uh, and last time you've ever done jazz hands. No. You are a proponent I of am. jazz hands. I am. I believe that it is a uh, it is a beautiful gesture when you jazz hands another person. So um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Dave, get that picture out of your mind. Yep. Whatever, you, whatever you constructed. Oh yeah. Sorry. Did I? Uh, yeah. You did went my to eyes a place. Lost? You went to a place. <laughs> A place I'd like to visit, but uh, uh, I was picturing you waving in runners from third base with jazz hands. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, you came to uh, the team, I say, but the church in 2012. That's right, in the fall of 2012. So, uh, yeah, walked into a team with a legacy, <laughs> and I, I just didn't want to mess it up. And, you know, when you're the pastor and you say, I'd like to play on the softball team, they right away go, okay. 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 And they let you play. But, um, yeah, it was uh, you know, Guys, it was we got to let this guy play. Where can we pull 
Where can Gasson Gasson catcher? I was in the outfield in the early stages. I did a little oh, bit yeah, of outfield when you work. had two working knees. When I had two working knees, I was in the outfield for a while. You played some second base, I remember. You're darn right. I played some second base. Yeah. yeah. Then Mike Moore took over for you. Oh, and that guy's a be legend. He's him. still better than I am. Oh, yeah, he's better than all of us. Yeah. That, that was all politics, though, that he took over. Oh, I mean, God, yeah, God. It wasn't skill-based. His, right? Yeah. His dad was one of the coaches. Right. <laughs> his dad would have been about 87. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I also mean, came there in 2012. It's been great. I love the church. I love the people. And uh, I grew up in this town in Belleville. So it really was like coming back home. And a lot of people say it's terrible to be a pastor in your own hometown, but I actually think it's pretty cool. I mean, I instantly feel a connection, you know, and I I have childhood stories that match with, you know, places Which and events. I swear to God you make some of those up, but knowing you, you no. don't. No, I don't. But, like, the my ki- kids still don't believe the names. Of, like, I start naming, <laughs> here's the kids that lived in my neighborhood. Jimmy Plasmeyer, Danny Fichter, Walter Frankie, you know, Robert Stanger, who's your favorite. <laughs> he was the guy who choked out kittens. <laughs> <laughs> and I kid you not, I did not realize that my story was the story of choking kittens until the third season of softball when we're sitting at Show Me's afterwards and Andy Jensen says, you realize he was choking the kittens. <laughs> Because as the story goes, is that Robert Stanger claimed he could hypnotize the kittens at his house. And and my next-door neighbor and I, Walter Frankie and I, we were starting up a neighborhood newspaper because old Robbie Dyer had a brand-new typewriter, and it was go time. So, wow. A brand-new typewriter. Hey, hey. You had a is, visor and a cigarette, didn't you? <laughs> this, is, this is probably the very end of the 70s, maybe right around, yeah, end of the 70s, I'd say, 79 probably. And so uh, Sanger says, yeah, I can hypnotize cats. And we're like, well, the roving reporters are going to come over <laughs> to see this. So we go over to his house and we're sitting on his porch and he picks up on the kittens and he holds, he puts his hands around the, the, the torso of the little kitten. And then it looks like he's just staring at it really intently. And all of a sudden, the, 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 the little kitten starts rocking his head back and forth and then just slumps over. And, I, and I, my mind is blown. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can do it. So he's like, yeah. And he puts down that kitten and he picks up another one because they had like 16 kittens around their house. And, and so he's on his third kitten. <laughs> and his sister comes out the door. By the way, Robert had like, 20 sisters. I, I don't know how many there were, but there was always a new one that came out, right? It was, it was like some some cheap sitcom where they keep replacing the actors every, every couple episodes. It's like, oh, this is another sister. Anyway. Tonight, Robert Singer's sister will be played by Justine Bateman. There you go. So Justine Bateman comes out. She looks at him doing, we're on, kit, on to kit number three, and she goes, stop it! She's screaming, stop it, I told you to stop it. And I just thought that she thought, oh, maybe it's bad for the kittens to be hypnotized to pass out. Yes. Yeah, it's bad for hypnotizing. And it was Dr. Andy Jensen, who I believe has been a guest on this podcast. Actually, I know it because I'm an avid fan. And who revealed that, like, he's like, you realize that he was just squeezing their chest and probably they couldn't breathe and they were passing out. And I was just like, what? (laughs) What? What? And a little piece of Tiny Rob died. Oh, there's a little piece of Robbie Dyer who died that night on the back porch at Show Me's. Oh, it was terrible. So, yeah, so that's, and that's why Robert Stanger 
is Andy's favorite <laughs> character. <laughs> He's in prison now, right? I, mean... I don't know. <laughs> He's... I'll tell you what. I'll bet old Robert's doing all right for himself. He's probably a vet. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, ma'am. I can hypnotize your cat. We'll solve all this. Good behavior. Oh, yeah, I can I can put him to sleep real quick so I can give him his shot. Uh, we don't. <laughs> no anesthetic needed, ma'am. <laughs> now he might be a little brain damaged. Right, right. Maybe he's a pediatrician. He's trying not to stick these. <laughs> You know, the tough thing about coming back, though, in your own hometown is that when you start to tell the stories, people know these folks. Right. No, yeah. Right? So I started yeah. telling stories, and someone's like, oh, I'm good friends with his mother. I'll, oh, tell, him old to, I'll tell him to listen in. And like, no. <laughs> so I was like, suddenly there's all these stories that I told back when I was a pastor in Mount Vernon about kids. Are gr- like, I can't tell that story now. Like, uh-huh. if I tell the story now, that kid's going to hear about it. Like, it it's, I'm not lying, but it's like probably not a story that that kid doesn't want to know the story, you know, about when he. He had diarrhea down my slide into my pool. <laughs> and then you got a question. How does Rob work that into a sermon and not offend everyone? I'll just tell you. Colorful euphemism gets you through a lot of... Uh, let's just say that Willy Wonka opened the chocolate factory a little early that day. You know, like, oh, oh, God. Uh, is it your pool? Mm-hmm. Oh, he wasn't. So he's back just over. at the top of the slide. We had it was, it was super cool. I mean, again, this is not something that. I mean, like I was just thought it was the coolest thing that the pool, the up, above ground pool we had, had this kind of nice fiberglass slide and it had little sprinklers on it so it would stay wet. So when you could slide down it, you know, yeah. I mean, quickly. in the fifties, this is new technology. This fifties. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, there he is. I'm not going to say the name at the top of the slide. And and all of a sudden, he, our eyes met, and he gave this, like, completely defeated look on his face, like, uh-oh. And, and this is John Gwynn, right? This is, I'm not naming names. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, at the bottom of his swim trunks comes the brown stuff. Oh. And it comes down the slide and into the pool. Wait, he didn't go, did he? And, and yeah, he just, it all, well, then he well, just, no, did he finish oh, the slide, did he go down the slide? Wait for it. He's at the top, and then there was just this uncomfortable moment of us looking at each other. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in the pool, but away from the slide. And he's up at the top of the slide. So I just kind of back up towards the ladder, and he's just up there, and he's like, uh, uh, and then he just let go of the sides. And he slid oh, through it, oh. through it, oh. into the pool, and then as he stood up in the water, he looked at me and he said, "I think I better go home." <laughs> and I said, "Yep, <laughs> yup." That's all I said. You didn't say, "Hey, can you get a skimmer or something no. first? And and we never spoke of it. We never spoke of it after that day. He went home. He came back the next day. Uh, my family went to town with the chlorine and everything, and and he came back the next. I think it was like maybe one or two days later, and we just we never talked about it. Huh. Huh. Right. And you're still friends with him to this day. No, but for <laughs> that wasn't the dividing line. <laughs> we, we stayed good friends until he he moved away, and but but he just recently. Um, 
uh, I contacted I, over Zoom. We, we talked to each other uh, uh, about in this last year during the pandemic. So it was nice to reconnect, and I did not bring up the story. So, And how do you not? I mean, I tried to bring up the story about Dave puking in my car as yeah, many times as, as, many as possible. Times as possible. But, I mean, has it ever been addressed? You know, has it ever been, like, something, you know, when you guys are out just having a beer, just you two, where you're like, hey, remember that time, you know, back when we were 11-year-olds in 1953? No, no, no. shut up. <laughs> no, no. no. Eisenhower was rocking in the presidency. <laughs> we, will, we, will, we will never speak of it. Huh. McCarthyism hadn't taken over yet. <laughs> McCarthyism. <laughs> I had my new hot typewriter toy we were gonna we were gonna light the world on fire with our oh newspaper oh my gosh it was orange too i'm just gonna let you know that uh, was it a kid typewriter mm, it might have been but keep in mind late 70s like that was like a, a style choice to have an orange plastic cased typewriter yeah so, all the big names had those well they did i mean all the great pulitzer prize winning uh, yeah uh, anyway it was yeah that was a uh, we never did finish. Uh, I think we did maybe one or two issues of the uh, <laughs> of that of that uh, that spurless rag. That... <laughs> well, you know, Dave, if if at that time the Mosquito Bowling Alley had been open, ah, yeah, I mean, uh, man, they would have advertised like the Dickens in that. There would have right? been a full three-page splash. Yes. Right next right? to Bobby Spangler and his... Choking <laughs> <laughs> uh, out cats. Yes. Hypnotizing cats, yeah. I mean, maybe he could do a show at the Mascuda Bowling Alley. Do they do shows there? Uh, but they don't have a slide. Every Friday night, just go down and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Live stream what's going on. Oh, my God. But you know, you can go down every Friday night to get yourself a pizza or... Go bowling at the Mascuta Bowling Alley. They have wonderful pizza deals and a wide beer selection. Now, uh, when you say wide, how many beers are we talking about? Oh, like at least six. Huh? Yeah. Wow, bowling alley, six. That's yeah. impressive. And one of them's like I'll red. tell you what, though. I want one of these pizzas so bad now because I've listened to enough of these episodes that, I, like, there's a lot of praise for this pizza. I know, I know. It's, it's, and we got we to gotta start buying one as before much the pizza. As much free press as we're giving them, you'd think at some point they'd drop one off for us. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, well, that would mean they are actually listening to the podcast. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's you, listening. You can have you just to, make Dave go get one? No. You, have to be, you have to be aware of something before you can actually... Uh, oh, so they don't even know we're advertising for oh, them Oh, no, on I the did podcast. let them know that I'm going to do it, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which is why you can call them and order a pizza at 618-566-2052, and they can have it ready for you in um, minutes. So like, I could order a pizza right now. And have it in minutes. Wow, wow, right. now, wow. That could and be five don't minutes, forget to tell them minutes, coupon code minutes. links for absolutely nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you will be rewarded with just a confused, <laughs> awkward silence when you hand them that coupon code. But it'll be a fantastic confused, awkward silence. Oh, like, you'll get absolutely. that name recognition absolutely. for a couple of seconds? Right. Fleeting seconds. Of Fleeting seconds. Right. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard this gives me an extra 20% black olives on my pizza. <laughs> First off, that's gross. Nobody's going to order Nobody black olives. black olives. Oh, I had black olives tonight on my pizza. God, that's gross. Why? Do you hate life? Uh, a little bit. 
Ugh, that's the worst. Why no, no, ruin oh, a good black evening? Black olives are no. oh, it's a good. It brings a real earthy, no, kind of like flavor to it. They pretend to be mushrooms, and that's why I hate them. Ooh, I think it's it's mushrooms that that punch you down below. That's what an olive is. It's it, it, what sucks about it is if you get even just a little sliver of it into something, it ruins the whole flavor. The whole oh, slice of whole flavor. Yep. Agree to disagree. And green olives aren't much better. No, green olives are nasty. Green olives are from the devil. I can <laughs> tell you that. That's in Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you put those in, in some vodka and they're fine. But no. now, now my wife, olives. Lindsay, loves black olives on pizza. She get, she will get a black olive and mushroom pizza. Your wife is wonderful. And that is her jam. There you go. I don't know how we've stayed married for this long oh, with that kind of on. taste that compatibility. Is, I how, love how mushrooms. Are on, how are we on pineapple and pizza, gentlemen? It doesn't bother it's me. It's not my jam. It's fine. But it doesn't bother Kristen you, does loves it? it. It doesn't bother me. I have zero opinion. Yeah. Kristen loves it, but you yeah. know, uh, I, I, it's not I've my thing. I've got one boy who thinks it's just awful to do the whole uh, pineapple and pizza thing, but I think I think it's I think it's a nice addition. It's a nice addition. Because of the sweetness mixed with the acidity? Yeah. 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 All that and more. Okay. I feel like there's things about it I can't even describe you. Wow. <laughs> but the problem is that when you order that pizza, there's you know when better Prince sung of the Seventh Way, I think he was talking about pineapple on pizza. <laughs> now, have you ever gone pineapple and black olive on a pizza? Oh, oh, I'm that's, not sure. That sounds like uh, Revelations, actually. <laughs> that is, that is, that's a the third trumpet is blown and a pizza shows up with black olives and pineapple. On it. But um, I do like me a little. Uh, like a little bacon on just about any pizza. You throw a little. I don't care. Name the toppings. Okay. Add bacon. We're good. I and I agree wholeheartedly. I agree. But yeah. you know what? I think how bacon on pizza is the best. Yeah. Whole strips. Whole strips. That's why whole emos strip. rules the day. And if you're gonna those. get a frozen pizza, uh, nummy nummy. Lena, really Lena, Lena, Lena's frozen pizza. Yeah. They got the whole bacon strips on it. Really good. Okay. But still not as good as Mascuta Bowling Alley. Right. Do they put whole which, strips of bacon? No, they use bacon bits. Which we will but they use real bacon bits. It's not like... I'm sorry, we were in the middle of a live read here, Rob, <laughs> and you derailed us with your black olive talk, you foul, foul person. Next topic. That's pretty much <laughs> All right. So let me look at my topic list. Uh, who do you think you are, and why are the way are you the way you are? Oh. <laughs> uh, I am just a squirrel trying to get a nut in your world. That's all I am. Wow. That's all I am. Wow and wow. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of gravitational pull. There is. And there's a lot of squirrels and a lot of nuts. There's a lot to break down in that sentence. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? We're going to do that in the next segment. We're going to take a quick break. And, uh, you know, we'll be back in uh, just a few minutes. And we're back on this very special episode of Porch Beers with the Links with our guest host, have, Rob Dyer. Have we evening. ever had a not special episode? No, but it's a very special very episode, special which episode. means someone is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All those 80s sitcoms are a very special episode of Happy Days. Man, right? Somebody's dying. Well, this is like the Family Ties episode where oh. Michael J. Fox 
discovers drugs or, you know, one of his friends tries to offer him, you know, cocaine or something and he has to say no and have a difficult conversation with his dad. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to say no right now, guys. Okay. Oh. This, that was the whole point of this. This was my next sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> right. My cocaine dealership. <laughs> Which is also the bowling alley. <laughs> I just hang out in the parking lot. I've got a guy in the parking <laughs> lot. <laughs> hey, if you want a good trip, try Juicy Peanut Heroin. <laughs> Juicy Peanut. It's more than Tuesday Pod Tie now. <laughs> <laughs> So tonight, I'm just going to switch gears here real quick. So tonight I had orientation or open house for Stan's high school stuff at the, at the high school, right? And I kid you not, the minute I got into those classrooms and I sat down at those desks, I immediately wanted to fall asleep. <laughs> it was wow. like a reenactment of high school all over again. Something about sitting in that desk in a classroom. Yeah, that and then like the teachers yeah. started talking. And I know these teachers... And, like, at one point, I felt my head going slowly down to the desk. Mm. I almost fell asleep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, I thought to myself, man, I'm setting a really bad example for Stan, but, right. God, I am I, so I, bored. Yeah, it might make you a bad dad. <laughs> well, that's been well established. <laughs> now. It might make you a bad dad. What happened, too, is when I got to the AP English one, or advanced, uh, honors English. Honors English. Or sitting there and she threw up this rubric of like things to read and like papers and there was like oh there's two papers or two or four papers a semester and I started looking at that and I started panicking because <laughs> I go how am I going to get this done I gotta I gotta work I have I have to play a softball how am I going to get this done like I immediately went to 17 year old Andy going you know what this is so much to do that I'm just not going to do it. I'm out. I'm out, guys. Just give me, like, a mediocre grade and I'll be fine. And then you remembered, it's my kid's problem. It's my kid's not problem. Mine. But I, like, seriously, like, yeah. my, my chest was getting tight and I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do all of this. Like, they were listing books on there that I had to read along with writing papers. Whew. Now I realize I'm never going to take another class again in my life. <laughs> I don't care what I wanted to do with my life. Like, oh, you know, I could really be a rocket scientist. No. I could really be a zoologist or a paleontologist. No. Nope. <laughs> okay, Ross. <laughs> yeah. No, nope, couldn't do it. I am a... Couldn't is, sit through another class. Is there that small part of you, though, then that starts to worry, like, oh, God, this is going to be hard on Stan or... Like, you know, this is going to be a lot for him to have to do type of thing. You know what? Teenagers are better at things than we are like that. They have uh, more time. They don't have a job. and They don't need as much sleep as we do? I don't know. Stan sleeps an awful lot. Yeah. If you've ever tried to wake up a teenager, you know they need lots of sleep. I could, like, put my foot on his head and jump. And sometimes I don't think he'd wake up. I'm really pained to think how you discovered that. <laughs> I'm really pained by the fact that Stan didn't know that my weird-ass-looking foot is on his head. So, because I have a really gross foot. Yes, we yeah. all know we this. We all know that. Yeah. This is well-established. Yeah, like. right. <laughs> Sorry, were this we not like supposed standard to agree canon, with that? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> standard, standard canon. canon. Yeah, I mean, fair. honestly, anybody who's ever met you. 
or I, I, see me like, without shoes on. <laughs> Ten minutes into the friendship, man, I got a weird foot. Okay, dude. Oh, not just one. I got two. I got yeah. two weird feet. I, I have two weird feet. By the way, one of my nipples once fell off. It did. That's one of his other my stories. Nipples regenerate. Again, neither oh here nor there. You're like the Wolverine of nipples. <laughs> <laughs> they do shoot out claws. It's a self-defense mechanism. Your feet? No, my uh, my nipples. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there you were. Are we talking? Am yeah, I, I telling the nipple story? Back to- no, no, no. no. <laughs> He's trying I, to go back. To am the I finally telling the nipple story? No. I, I, I think you reached the end of the story about high school. I, I thought there was more to it. <laughs> no, I apologize. I think that was the end. God. All right. Thank God. No. Well, I tell you though, on the foot thing. So on to the foot. <laughs> back on the foot thing. So on vacation this summer, we went to Michigan and we went to the sand dunes, which are like giant desert sides size sand dunes right like we were sandboarding down it so we were on boards i was on like a sled but stan had like a real snowboard kind of thing where you put your feet in it and go down so he slid down and i slid down and i picked up my board and i started walking meanwhile i'd actually face planted off the board because i bit it hard mm-hmm. and i started walking up and he goes i know exactly where you've been walking and i go what do you mean he goes you're gross feet I have tracks that I can't tell where you're walking. I was going to say a professional tracker wouldn't be able to follow you because they're like, I don't know which way he went. <laughs> they're pointing both east and west. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, so you, uh, Rob, you just had a uh, son leave off for uh, his freshman year of college, didn't you? I did. Just dropped off my baby boy Yeah, on uh, earlier this week and so this is kid number two. I, all of my children are two years apart, so now every other year I am launching another child off into the universe. And um, yeah. but, that, but that also means then that when Austin does it, Allie's graduating then. So yes. like you're punting her off into the real world mm. then yeah, too. Which, yeah. Yeah, we are officially now in the stage of where there will always be two kids in college, and that's going to last for several years. Many, many more years. Or until you get fired from your third job to support right, all exactly. <laughs> When oh Emo says, I'm God. sorry, Rob. You I'm sorry, Rob. Really, you put too many black olives on that pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they said co- coupon code blinks. So. When, <laughs> when your 19-year-old manager tells you, Rob, you're not oh good enough gosh. for Emo's. Oh. The way you hop and limp around. Oh, right. Like, I pulled a hammy on the way to the olives. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy pizza runner. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'd like to give out to all of our listeners a pro tip on a super secret coupon code for Papa John's. Ooh. That at ooh. least works in the Bovo area, might work at all Papa John's. Okay. If you put in coupon call code OKFATS. F A T S? Yes. Okay. OK F A T S. All right? You get 50% off menu items. Nuh-uh. Wow. Just did it Holy tonight, cow. buddy. Regularly priced menu items, you get 50% off. Okay, fats? <laughs> okay, fats. Boy. What does it mean? I don't know. But this brilliant young man who I just dropped off at college found this somehow, and we have used it for years. Holy did cow. Did he type in every possible? Like, <laughs> yeah. Was he just... I don't question where he gets these things off the dark web, all right? <laughs> I mean, all I know is that I type in okay, fats. And I get 50% off my Papa John's deliveries now. My problem is is that if he's on the dark web, he went straight past heroin and my social security number and went right to 
codes for Papa John. He's so, a good kid. He's then you got to tip the cap on that one, right? Yeah. 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 He's not looking for the human trafficking or anything. He's looking just for Yeah, codes. steal my identity. There right. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, do I have to show my weird feet? Do, <laughs> do I have to show? <laughs> Enter that into the box. I will show my feet to the delivery driver. Just to prove it's what Andy. That, uh... right. I don't want to insert a photo. <laughs> I don't have a signature. I just take off my shoes. My uh, The reason I brought that up, my, I talked to my nephew today. He's getting dropped off for his uh, freshman year of college um, this Saturday at uh, Missouri State University. Um and uh, so we were, he was picking up his siblings from school at the same time I was picking up my, uh, my kids from school today. And we were just talking for a minute. And he's like, oh, my God, I had the worst conversation last night. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, well, mom decided to try and tell me about sex. <laughs> At 18? At 18. Okay. He goes, mm. she got out a banana and a condom and showed me how to put one on. <laughs> and then... She had like a diorama box that she folded up to look like lady bits, bits and was like going through the process of everything. And he's like, I want to know the original use of the diorama box. Actually, <laughs> she folded up some sort of box shoe box. Apparently, oh, was it one of those where you go, <laughs> I'm gonna marry, and it's gonna be on a yep, and one of those uh, like sixth grade girl things. Yeah, yeah. no, and uh, he's just like, I, it was the most uncomfortable whatever 10 minutes of my life and i just wanted to be like mom i know mom i know but i just let her go through it <laughs> and he's like i i just wish she would have had this conversation with me on a friday night instead of a wednesday night because then that way i wouldn't have two more days of awkwardness with everybody <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think I, I think he should have like come back the next day with like Hey mom, I've got some follow-up questions. <laughs> because his mother would be so psyched to get follow-up questions. I think. I think be like, oh, it was, it was good. Yeah, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. So what's your follow-up question? You know. And then just start asking about things like so, like with animals. You know? is, there, is it different? And you know, just stuff to scare his mom. You know? Right. 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 Like, okay. But, like, with a Ziploc bag, just as well. <laughs> Ziploc bag. I mean, yellow means make green, and green means go, right? Ah, like... uh, the logistics of that. I just got to figure at 18, you kind of know what's going on. Right? I mean, we all have the internet now. I, at 18, you've been exposed to the I internet. Guess, and, and nowadays, though, like, but, but the version of things that your kid has picked up through the internet like you don't know like i mean like what their like their view of things are you probably should be talking to your kids more about the the emotional and the relational side of these things than the mechanics of it like the mechanics they're pretty easy to figure out pretty, yeah. yeah yeah but your kid is gonna go and think that like to college maybe and think like he could tell his girlfriend okay i want you to put on this outfit I got this harness I bought at, <laughs> at, at Home Depot, and I've uh, mounted it. And, uh, you know, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think teaching your kids how to, like, treat people is probably needed a lot more than, like, the mechanics of, like... <laughs> That's actually a really good point and a very yeah. interesting point of what you should be teaching instead then at that point. Yeah, yeah. You got to respect... You respect 
respect this this other person. You know, whether you're talking to a daughter or a son, you need to respect the other person you're in a relationship with. You know, and um, I think if you stop and say, are we, you know, is this, are we respecting each other in this moment? Like, not a popular question. Yeah, that just killed the mood, Rob. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, but here's the problem is I'm a dad and I just dropped off a kid at college. So uh, I'm thinking more along like actual parenting right. and not Henri dirty things to say in a podcast. Well, no, and that's why kind of I brought Henri? it up too. Henri? Are we being Henri? Eh, there's a little tomfoolery going on I here. Think, I think wow, uh, okay. body, maybe body. Body. I brought it up because I thought, you know, it was appropriate with you having just dropped off a son. Sure, sure. Would you have had that conversation too, or have you already had that type of a conversation? Oh, the conversation with my kids are going to be probably off limits for this co-op podcast. Wow. <laughs> uh, but uh, I just, you know, I think that like, but I do think like, yeah. I mean, I think you know, bigger picture, we gotta like pay more attention to how we're treating each other than the mechanics of the stuff that we seem to get too fixated on. I think if you waited to eighteen, you might have missed the boat. Like the minute they go off to college, you might have, you yeah. might have missed an opportunity a long time ago. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so, but maybe you're just covering your bases at that point. You, you, I will tell you this: that when you drop your kid off college, you, you feel like you you're trying to do a, a crash course in parenting yeah. because the the you are literally seeing the minutes tick down to when your parenting job takes a severe turn to the whatever left or right. I mean, like it it, it makes an eternal change. The minute you right. send them off. So you're trying to like, in the last couple of minutes, you know, you get this feeling that you need to cram in good parenting, you know? Oh, you know how I, you know, like, you know, maybe we should, you know, you know, do this or do that or have this conversation or that. And it's like, <clears throat> but you're right. If you haven't laid down the foundation for the person you're trying to raise and Son, you well, know no, how then. your mom keeps ordering that black olive mushroom pizza? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. It's evil. And your friends will hate you. You will not have friends. And I do agree. And I, I was thinking that instantly, just laughing at the basic concept of the story. Yeah. But, you know, as the day went on, I started thinking about it. And it is probably similar to that, where you're just trying to cover your parental bases, like you had kind of laid out there, yeah. where, you yeah. know, you're trying to, you're going to be letting go of him. And so maybe you are just um, getting in those last bits of wisdom, even if it is a conversation you should have had, you know, several years ago type yeah. of thing. Yeah. And I'm sure it has been covered or whatever. And I'm sure she knows, he knows what he's doing. But, yeah. But I still would love to have seen the actual live show of this mother going through the whole uh, shoebox and banana <laughs> erotica I, moment. I, I, erotica. <laughs> I would like to know if she bought the small package of condoms. Like, did she buy just, like, the three-pack because she only needed one? Or if they had some on hand already. They'd be like, ah, I took this out of the stash. <laughs> and did you do you go over, like, you know, do you just rush right into it? Or do you have to, like, go into, you know, what leads up to it? <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm really hoping at some point soon we're going to turn to a series of questions. <laughs> when do we get to the questions, guys? Let me think of my list of topics here that I wrote down. <laughs> uh, uh, this is the moment where we need Kristen questions to I save us. I can't wait to type out the the like, uh, the like summary of this, where we talk about Andy's gross feet, softball, 
Choking kittens. Choking kittens. <laughs> Poop slide. <laughs> and Teaching sex talks sex. with your kids. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a whole thing. I mean, if we're going to get to questions, Rob, you know what? Let's uh, let's just dive right in. Let's I feel dive like right in. Now's the time to do it. And by the way, I'm so excited for this moment. Really? I really am. <laughs> I don't care what the questions are about. I'm excited for this. Okay. All right. Well, number two is where would you hide a giraffe? All right. Question number one. By who, who where sent are they from? Who, yeah. Yeah. My wife. My wife sent these in. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She's good people. She is good peeps. I'm Except. sorry. Should I come up with something more creative? No, no, no. It's great. It's great. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Stop yeah. being supportive. Let, let him know that <laughs> All right. we got to do better. Way to phone it in. <laughs> I know. I got to go to different wells here, apparently. Right. All right. Who would you vote for as MVP of the softball team this season, as of now? Oh, the MVP. I'm pretty sure that Chris is always in, Chris Sheridan is always in the uh, discussion for MVP. Uh, I've never met a man who has less care units dedicated to something that he's actually good at. I, uh, I can't imagine if he actually cared. Like, what would happen if he actually cared about something? <laughs> so, uh, I'm still going to go with Chris. Chris. Nope. Oh, God, no, Jakey, Jakey, big mistakey. Yeah, Jake Crager's my choice, too. Yeah. No. Uh, old boy has stepped up, I mean, filled in for our, our aging shortstop, who, oh, who so literally aging. cannot I mean, play the field anymore. He no. was falling apart on the field. Uh, like, literally. You could watch it. It was uh, like watching some type of like slow-mo yeah. guy's film or something. Yeah. It was brutal God, watching his knee over there. He was running the opposite yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And, and we, you know, we appeased him by kept putting him out there. And, you right. know, this guy sounds like a real douche. Yeah. 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 He'd be like, oh, yeah, you got it. Oh, good effort. Have you ever considered having to sit down with him and just kicking him off the team? <laughs> no. Now we just tell him, oh, yeah, you're still a good hitter. No, it's, it's all right. You hit singles yeah. and fly balls that you try to hit for home runs. But I will say, I will say, in all honesty, when Andy Link dives for a ball, you feel like that man has given his all. <laughs> For one stupid play, I don't agree with that. <laughs> but like, but like, you just want to like stand up and applaud, even when he misses it. You're like, ah, that was effort. Beyond and effort. I get so angry when I miss it. He, oh, so, so angry. angry. He gets a hundred percent. So does, and that's why I like Jake out there. He gets a little upset with him yeah. himself too whenever he misses he does. something. He does. And but again, I think I think he's really stepped up. I mean, he he's hitting the ball all over the place. Yep. I mean, he's only nineteen. Yeah, he's got the next 22 years before his knees go out. Before his knees go. Maybe. Yeah, that's Maybe. my vote. Pastor yeah. Rob, what do you got? Well, I, I and I'm not just doing this to kiss up to one of the hosts, but Dave, I would make you my MVP. And wow. this is what I would say, is that like, I feel like you are like this hub that holds the team together. I mean, obviously, you know, you're setting up the lineup and setting up, you know, you do a lot of the organization for the team. But out there on the field, I feel like you are a central figure uh, uh, that kind of like in- encourages and pushes, and uh, and you're still the guy who's going to do the crazy slide in the second uh, <laughs> when you got no business going over there. I thought the other night you were just going to like it was just like you were dropping a shoulder, you know, and like just gonna, but it was just a clumsy somersault <laughs> slide in. No, no, in all seriousness, like I I think you're a fantastic leader. Yeah, you might be a bellwether of the attitude. Like, if you're having a bad night, things are probably going to go poorly. Hmm. 
but when Dave's having fun and enjoying himself out there, you impact the entire Yeah, in, you entire steer the team. team. Yes. You really do. You're you're a true leader out there. Yep. I appreciate that. That's, I really do. I mean it. I I, I do. We're, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start to tear up a little bit. Is it okay? <laughs> Can we cry on no. Porch Beers with the Links? There's no crying. Uh, all right, never mind then. You know, I'm having some of the most fun I've had playing softball since our championship runs. Oh yeah. This year, it's it's so much fun with these guys. Okay. I I mean the way the Cybergs guys have blended with us, and yeah. uh, you know, you asked, you sent out a text the other day asking for help and i thought it was fantastic that nobody from the church responded that carl from cybergs and logan andy's neighbor were the two guys who stepped up we're like, right oh, we yeah, needed to deliver happy. a washer and dryer to a family and i was like anybody on the team want to go and the first people to respond are non-church people on the team i'm like that's yeah. awesome yeah i thought that was fantastic that was impressive and a great representation of of there we go. What we're trying to do. Absolutely. Made up for the near fight that happened the other week. Right? <laughs> it was like the same week, I think. But it's all right. It's all right. No, it's good. No, Very good. It, uh, but, but, and again, too, I also feel like, you know, offensively, whatever, I'm not, you know, I'm getting up there. I'm not the same as I was a couple of years ago. So I've got to make up for it with other things. I remember so. a home run. I did hit a home run there this year. There you go. You are right. I had a lot of doubles. And yeah, yep. and a lot that should have been totals. Oh, <laughs> zinga! Yeah, yeah, touche. No, touche. it's true. It's true. Well, thank you, Rob. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that, and I will wear that with honor for yeah. the next two weeks. I'm going to hear about this yep. now. Yep, 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 sure. yep. As will as will Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is a quote piece of advice you got that always stuck with you? I'm going to start with Rob. Oh, a piece of advice that always stuck with me. Mm. Wow. Um, wow. Okay. I would say. Uh, this. I mean. Okay. The first one that popped my head was uh, when someone told me, um, you know that. It's really more important what you do than what you say, um, and focus on what you do. Uh, and uh, I've received similar advice around that, so I think that's why it popped in my head. It's like uh, a lot. I've received a lot of advice over the years that really landed in my heart that said, "You got to be consistent with what you do because that's going to define who you are as a person in this world." So um, I think a lot about that, like trying to be consistent with what I do. I'm in a profession as a pastor where, like, I say a lot of stuff. I talk a lot. So, like, what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, honestly, in some ways, uh, you know, what I say can get lost in, like, the week after week of sermon and blah, 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 blah. But what you do is what people remember and what your kids will remember about you, too. So, like, I really, so consistency in, in what you do. That's what I'm going to hang my hat on. That's fair. I like that. Uh, mine is, and it's a little bit modified because I kind of changed it, my own, is that uh, when when you interact with someone in the day, is their life better or worse because of the interaction you had with them? So if I talk to someone on the phone, was their life better, worse, easier, 
harder because I had that conversation with them. And if it can be better, why not just be better? It costs you nothing right. to be polite or to be nice or try and make them laugh about something. Like, right. it costs you nothing to do that. So why not try and have a positive influence on people's life, even if they're these like little, these little micro inter interactions with people. So just try to make people's life that you that you interact with better. That what, was about, all. what about your pie thing? You remember your thing about pie? Yes, banana cream. So <laughs> happiness is not a pie. Like there is. Hold on, podcast listeners. You need to get something to write this down with. This is this is good stuff. This is stuff that I heard about through a second person that is like Andy in Sunday school. They said this thing, and it really stuck with me. And I've had two different people reference Andy's uh, uh, comment about happiness and pie. So, so go ahead. Sorry. The the world is not, or, or happiness in the world is not a pie. There's not like a finite <laughs> version. Hey, Nils made an appearance at an appropriate time. Too. Right. There are there is not a finite amount of happiness in the world. And so if you you cannot be happier by taking away someone else's happiness cuz there is no pie. There is no pie. Happiness and joy in life can exist without you ever having to make someone else's life worse by engage, like uh, taking it away from another human. So why not? And, and it really just goes back to the other thing I said of just... Come on, Nilsie. The deepest we've ever gotten on this yes. podcast. And, and the dog is inter interrupting yeah. it. Like, he... Uh, We've got an AC interruption and a. Uh, yeah, and a I mean, dog there's all kinds in. of guest appearances. There's no pie. There is no pie. There is no finite amount of happiness in the universe. So you don't have to take it away from someone, from and someone when, else. And the other part of that that you said, I remember, is that like, so when someone else is having a big old slice of happiness, you can be happy for them because they didn't correct. take away from your happiness. Right. But yep. if it was pie, and you saw someone go up and enjoy a big old like third of a pie slice you'd be like yo jerk you just took some of the pie now there's less for me happiness doesn't work that way so when you see someone else who's happy you could be happy for them thoroughly happy for them i like that it's awesome it's i will always remember that i should have said that for my advice i remember because but he said that and then i had two different people say hey this is thing that andy said in the, at sunday school at church the other day and i was like that's brilliant and i've used it since then so, um, because a lot of people do feel like that, like when others are experiencing happiness, that somehow it takes away from them. Like it's an affront to you. Yeah. Like their happiness makes you sad. Like that doesn't make sense that they would, you would be sad because they're happy. It's, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, but the brilliant thing is that you could just toss out that happiness is not a pie. And then it makes everybody go, what? <laughs> right? They get that Scooby-Doo going on. And then you get to lay that whole like deep kind of like thought behind it. So, but yeah, there's a lot of layers to that one. Yeah. And it, like on the search for happiness too, 
I've always said that you can't go to the is sun that a movie, The Search for Happiness. I think too. so. Yeah, it's the sequel. It's okay. the, sequel. the other one. They really was... jumped the shark on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't go to the Le to the Sunglass Hut and expect to buy Lego. So you cannot search for happiness in places where you can't find it. You can only go to places where you can find happiness. If you're constantly searching for something that cannot possibly give you happiness, why are you going there trying to find it? Wow. You can buy sunglasses from the Sunglass Hut, but you, you can't buy no Legos. Legos there. So you're saying we should quit our meaningless jobs tomorrow. Uh, Dave, that has that has crossed and my mind over and over this again. Podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Someday yeah. we'll get the six dollars that uh, <laughs> we'll get from Mon from the Mike Hello guy. You know what? I'm going to start sponsoring this podcast. And you said this guy got sponsored by Rob Dyer. We're just and then you got to talk nice things about me for five minutes every episode. God, that would be great. I can just do a live read about Rob for. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write it for you. Don't worry. You don't have to think of it. Hey, check out Rob on, I guess, Rob.com. Uh, I guess Rob.com? No, yeah, RobDyer.com. Hey, oh, coupon like code OKFATS for 50% off Rob. <laughs> and 20% more black olives. <laughs> Call him and just whisper links into the phone and see what happens. But you have to whisper. Whisper. Oh. Yep. Because it's a secret. <laughs> you don't want the people in line no. actually overhearing this. All right, yeah. D-Link. Yeah, what what's got? yours? I mean, mine by comparison now is not as deep, I guess, but... That's all right. Uh, <laughs> Don't eat yellow snow. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, mine that always has... Well, not always, but, you know, for the last, whatever, 10 years now has stuck with me is lead by example. When you're... Especially when you're on a job teaching people to do things, if you're going to tell somebody to do things, you've got to be willing to do it yourself. Absolutely, and so which circles back to your MVP status in my heart. I'm right? <laughs> the team, baby. I, I you just you always got to be willing to do the dirty work yourself to, you know, show that yeah I'm asking you to do this, but I've already done it myself, or I can go out there just the same way and do it. Yeah, or I'll okay. work with you to do it. You so go. yeah, and that's how you phrase stuff when you like lead people. It's it's we're gonna do this together. Yeah, we. We will do this, not you have to do this. We will do, we this, will do together. this together. Yeah. We will soldier through. There you go. Yeah. So, and, and part of it kind of harkens to my Jimmy John's days when it was like you'd always, as the outsider from the corporate coming into the chain owned store, you know, they'd be like, oh, who's this guy? He's just coming in to point out what's wrong. And so you'd always be like, all right, let's find the dirtiest thing in here and just clean it up together. And you'd always be willing to buy the cleaning supplies, get down on your hands and knees and clean whatever. So, yeah, show them that you were willing to do it. Lead by oh. example. Well, again. I, I like any recollection that begins with my Jimmy John's days. My Jimmy John's days. <laughs> oh yeah, God. yeah. Those are the salad days for you? No, sandwich. Oh, sandwich days. But, um, bumps. Ah. ah. I, and Rob, I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rob actually just made a face like someone farted on the porch. Uh, on the porch. Uh, uh, all right, we got time for one more question this second. Absolutely. I think, right? uh, I'm going to go with an easy one. If you owned a boat, what would you name it? The C word. That's a that's an Arrested Development reference. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know if I have anything on that one. <laughs> I, so, a couple of our friends, uh, who's one of the teachers that Kristen works with, her husband bought a boat, and uh, while she was out of town, and so the boat's name is Frankie was out of town. <laughs> And I thought nice. I kind of thought that was a good boat name. <laughs> hmm, I like that. So Kristen was out of town. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Okay. Rob. Ooh. You know, I probably would. I'd name it the Sarah Jane, and uh, my wife's name is Sarah, but her real name is not Jane. But I call her that all the time. I'm like, I just call her Sarah Jane. I don't know why. God, I bet she loves that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think I'd end up. I I would name a boat after. Uh, yeah, after someone I love very much. I think I'd do that. So, mm. and then she would be so mad the Link that Boys? I bought the boat. That would the be the name of your boat. Would be the Link Boys. The SS Link Boys. Oh yeah. I could finally be a captain of a ship. Come on, let's just get real. It would be called the Andy Link. You know, that's cool. He might be the MVP, but you're the MVP of my heart. Yeah. You know, honestly, I figure when both of his knees are both shot here in, like, what, five years? He'll be <laughs> you like... You mean next week? Like, yeah. Yeah. He'll be like the Lieutenant Dan on my boat. Well, I have them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't cut them off when they stop working. And so, Although, if I could get well. some of those little blades that that one guy had, Pistorius, even though he murdered his wife yeah. and whatnot. Girlfriend. You know, whatever semantics. If I could, if I could get some of those, God, that'd be great. I yeah. Okay. What um, do you have to do to get qualified for the blades? Uh, I got nothing. I don't know. Think, Bad knees. I think you just should just keep your knees. <laughs> Rob is really uncomfortable with me cutting off Talk my knees to get, just to get, get blades. blades. <laughs> It feels like some Mad Max God. like fantasy of yours or something. I mean, he could reassume the shortstop position. I could. We could slide Jake over to third base. Chris could uh, go back to the outfield. See, and it all goes back to softball. Yes. Yeah. I like where this is going. My yeah. career is reinvigorated. Sure. Yep. <laughs> and you could be my Lieutenant Dan. There is literally nothing that we can't turn back around to softball. Uh, Which I am sure there's people listening going, God, I hate it when they talk. Softball. I think they probably tuned it out after like yeah. the first segment when we started talking about softball right away. Then, Pretty much. So. Yeah, probably both of them did. Both of them. <laughs> uh, one of them's my sister and the other one's Dave's <laughs> wife, so... No, uh, Dolsky is going to be listening tomorrow. So. Oh, right, yes. Oh, okay, all right. So a big shout out to Brian. There Woo. you go, yeah. The Dolsker. I just had this moment where I just remembered Brian throwing a ball so hard that it went over the field into the stands and hit the back of a garage. <laughs> back of your garage at your church. Because <laughs> uh, he was so mad. Uh, 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 those were the days. They were glory days? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I think we have more, more time for one more question. No, we're going to tease the audience. You always got to leave them wanting more. You just don't have any more questions, do you? No, I've got three more. Locked and loaded. Ready to oh, go. Ooh, we got one ooh, more. Ooh, are we taking another commercial break? Yeah, I think we have to go oh, to break, Rob. Oh, I mean, gosh. these pizzas aren't going to cook themselves at the oh Scooter Bowling gosh, Alley. right? I mean, we have to, you know, give them a chance to get it delivered here. Uh, Acknowledge our sponsors? Yeah. 
Although Rob is starting to get a little tuckered over there. Maybe we should condense this down. We will. We'll be right back, and then we'll talk about uh, more questions. And more pizza. And we're back. Man, that was a that was a great tease. Holy cow. <laughs> More questions locked and loaded. And you had a fantastic phrase pop into your head right before this. What was it? I'm actually not going to say it. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yep. All right. It I doesn't mean, have to be that weird. That is just going to go. <laughs> it doesn't have to, to be, be weird, weird. Andy. <laughs> That's our phrase. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just wanted you to hold my hand. All right? That's it. I we could have held our... It could have held it, but it doesn't have to be weird. Gosh, I hope there's another question. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue, Rob. Rob it's is like, just kind of like, God, it's getting late, guys. No, I have got to get out of here. No, it, this can last however long. I just want to get away from the phrase. Okay, all right. What's so wrong about wanting to hold hands? Mm. Next. With your pastor. <laughs> With your pastor. <laughs> I think that's like a, a, a Southmore level class, right, for being a pastor is how not to hold hands with the congregants. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I remember that when I told the guys at work that I was leaving the software company to become a pastor, the guy that I was I was in the gym working out with this guy from the company, and he was hold like, and, and he looks at me, we're like next to each other on these like rowing machines, and he pauses for a second, and he's like, oh, I didn't know you liked to touch kids. Wow. That was his response to me telling him I decided to become a pastor. That's funny. I like that he stopped uh-huh. his workout yeah. to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, next question. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like that his name didn't get dropped in all of this. <laughs> was he on the 50th party birthday sale? He was not. Oh, he didn't make the cut. He did not make huh. the cut. Hmm. Much like myself. Ouch. Right. I'm in the same camp as him. Oh. I mean, there's no harsh feelings or no whatever. Yeah, you're never no, going to forget that. Didn't make the cut. <clears throat> Since it's back to school, oh. what are you excited for this fall? Ooh, this fall? Ooh. All right. So I mean, it has to be the CBS lineup, right? <laughs> the CBS fall lineup is going to be jam-packed. I mean, you got Blue Bloods on Friday night. I mean, how do you get over Tom Selleck and Donnie Wahlberg? Right. Oh, you, yeah. don't. you don't. You just got to move through it. No. You don't get over it. Young Sheldon ended on such a cliffhanger last season. You, gotta really, you like, really got to find out what he did after that thing happened. Where is this going to go? Right. Yep. Uh, I don't know any other CBS sitcom <laughs> I think shows. Lost. I think Lost is Lost. Uh, it's on NBC um, and was from 15 years ago. What was the show with Charlie Sheen? Is that still on? How I Met Your Mother? Ooh, yes. Evil. That's a good show. Evil. That'll mess with you. Okay, I've it's never in its second season. Never yes. seen that starring one. Charlie Sheen. Okay, and Josh Radner. But starring the the odd guy Ben from Lost. Oh yeah, that weirdo. That? Yeah. yeah, he's in he's in Evil. Yeah, that Don't makes sense. Is he the bald old guy? No, no that's he's Jimmy. like the the creepy guy with the little glasses. Who's uh, he's one of the others. One of the others. Hmm. Leader of the others. Yeah. You didn't watch Lost, did Never you? watched it. Judging by the face that you just made. Why are we wasting our time describing this character? <clears throat> because I just wanted to hear you guys describe oh, it. Boo. Sometimes I just like to hear you What are like you looking forward to, to in the fall, Dave? Let's what am that. I looking... I mean, fall softball, right? Right? Yeah. 
No, what am I looking forward to here in the fall? Oh, God. Uh, so we got our Halloween costumes tonight, and uh, I they am are really good. flipping pumped Ooh. for Halloween. Tell us, tell us. I want the. I mean, it's. I gotta leave this out there as yep. a tease, Rob. I got a. I got a preview, and it's pretty good. I was actually pretty upset that Lindsay sent him a preview. Um, our costumes are gonna be phenomenal. Yeah. Wow. We had it narrowed down. We're we're a family um, uh, costume thing theme. And we had had it narrowed down to two. Obviously, I'm a giant TMNT fan, and so I wanted to do like all four of us as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Or this other idea, and we went the other idea, oh. and it's fantastic. Who is Lindsay going to be on the Turtles? Ah, uh, Donatello. Okay. okay, I think it's insulting you made her the nerdy one. Mm. Well, why not make her the cool one? If the pocket protector fits. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shut's fired. Okay. She's the only person who listens to this. She's, I know. She's <laughs> half the listening audience, and we just got her back. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that I think I think I think that at the moment is what I'm most excited about. Yeah. Uh, mine is my baseball season, coaching the old Holy Childhood uh, baseball. I actually have a good team. If the COVIDs would stop ruining it for me. Oh, I hate the COVIDs. All I tell you what, dude. That's a hot so, take right there. there hate go. the COVIDs. Hate the COVIDs. I want to meet the guy who likes the COVIDs. Jurgens Meyer. Jurgens Meyer. He right. loves the COVIDs. Mm. Right. Now, you know what? I have lost my number one pitcher my number two pitcher who they also when they're not pitching play shortstop and now i lost my second baseman today i am literally they all got the covids their families got it and so they have to quarantine and so i am stuck missing my up the middle defense and my starting pitcher Mm. so would this be jordan and uh Uh, travis uh no uh jordan and eli and uh, one of the klein kids Mm. Ah, ah. yeah. Candy's always upset when he doesn't get it up the middle. So, <laughs> when there's no defense up the middle, it does make me mad. Yeah. And the only reason I name dropped that was because you had one of your many lineup sketched cards out lineups oh laid gosh. out in front of me here. I literally have many sketched yeah. out lineups hanging around, uh, and I yeah. think there's one buried under this trash over here. Which is funny, Rob, because when he used to run the softball team, that's the way it was for I him, too. I did the too. same damn thing. He'd always draw up, like, eight different lineups. we go with basically the same one. We appreciate one. the dedication, yeah. even if it seems misplaced. Mis- <laughs> I'm not doing my job if I'm not fretting yes. over the, the Holy oh, Childhood oh. eighth grade baseball oh, yeah. team. Look, we, everybody appreciates your fretting. I make <laughs> I make literally 75 cents an hour to do this, and if I'm not fretting, I'm not earning my money. We just learned tonight that I, I, make, I make as much being the chess coach at Wolf Branch as he does being the baseball coach. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Holy whatever? Holy childhood. Holy childhood. But you Batman. probably put in way more practices than what he does, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which no. makes it sadder. Right, I, I, he actually like, makes more than me. Right? I make like four hundred. He makes it's four nineteen. <laughs> now, why is it four nineteen? I don't know, but somebody negotiated that years ago, and now I get four nineteen. But you know what? He doesn't even make four hundred. He's gonna split it up. Yeah, because I'm splitting it with my assistant, my coaches. assistant coaches who don't get paid. So oh, I that's I why I don't have an out. assistant coach, so I get to keep all the cash. You know, but that's probably why you're not gonna make it to state finals. I feel like the difference between the schools that are gonna compete in chess 
right. and the schools that won't are right. the assistant coaches. I mean, it could be, but you know, here's the thing: I get paid the same amount whether we go all the way to the international championship match or we drop it at High Mountain next week. I mean, like it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the same deal. No, I. It's a so uh, Rob. What's your lineup for the chess team? Who's batting leadoff for you? Who's batting leadoff? Who Who's big for you this year? <laughs> who's big for this year? <laughs> you know what? I am no longer going to be the coach. I'm retiring. Wow! Wow! Just because your kid moves up a level and is no longer you know yeah. involved, you're, yeah, you don't have that commitment. That you're darn right. I don't. Those kids. I did it for my kid, and those other kids can come along if they want to. Huh? I will admit that to you that like I because they said. Hey, this teacher retired. If we don't have a coach, we won't be able to have it. I'm like, well, I want my kid to have it, so I'll be the coach. And now my kid's out of there, so like, okay, I'm done. It's time for some other parent to step up. Because all you got to do is open the door for chess practice and then tell the kids (laughs) when to show up for the match. And this is why we all make fun of chess players. Right? Anyway. I'm picturing this is like in one of those movies where Rob's like dramatically drinking a whiskey in front of a window looking out into a beach and somebody's just trying to be like, but Rob, we need you. Come back. That was a lifetime ago, kid. Right. I can't come back anymore. That's right. <laughs> I moved my knight to king eight and it didn't work out. King eight. I have no idea. You don't know what that means. Gosh. <laughs> you just watched the Queen's Gambit, nope. and that's how you know that. But Dulski is going to be listening tomorrow, and he's going to be like, yeah, okay, he's right. That's a good King move. Eight. That's a, that's a solid great move. move. That's a good yeah. starter move. That's, yeah, <laughs> it's, that's not a, st- a starter move. What are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. This is why you need to get back in the game, baby. Oh, my gosh. Actually, Dulski's flipping the I don't board even remember. What was the question? The yard. What was the question? Uh, why did you give up you... on your kids at uh, Wolf Branch? Yeah, why do you hate your children, Rob? <laughs> why do I hate my children? Yes. <laughs> let's uh, rank them one let's... to four, why you hate them. Right, we'll rank my kids right now. <laughs> I mean, they're never going to listen to it, so it's probably no. fine. No, probably not. Okay, so, yeah, so get If I to... did a good job parenting, they <laughs> Yeah, actually, that is a good measure. Right, right before we dropped off Nathan in college, I was like, okay, and the other thing is... Don't ever listen to this podcast. If a link ever contacts oh, you, just uh, don't answer. Don't answer. <laughs> no. Uh, what are we looking forward to in the fall? Yeah. I'm going to get nerd on you a little bit here. Okay. But Apple TV is releasing... Ted Lasso Season 2. Foundation. Nope. Wrong answer. The Isaac Asimov, uh, you know, incredible, like... Uh, books that he wrote years ago and now they're making a TV series. I just hope they don't screw it up because that was like my early introduction to like really get into reading novels and things when I was a kid was reading Isaac Asimov Foundation series. So wow. I'm just going to nerd out on that and tell you okay. I am really looking forward to that and if they mess it up I'll cry a little. Uh, now, the other you're... thing, I really hope we have some fall softball. I'm looking forward to that. Wow, can okay. That happen. And you know what? Even if my position is left bench... Like I just like. I'll be with you, bud. I like softball with y'all. We're gonna be, I, and we're gonna play in a tournament for the first time in forever. Um, oh. Brian, who plays for the, uh, I forget what team. for every other team, team with the black shirt. He play yeah. with any team, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about hosting a tournament in yeah. memoriam of That's his. Great. Yeah. 
And so we told them we'd play. So I we might play a tournament for the first time in forever. Yeah, I don't care. I just I like being out there with everybody. Exactly. So yeah. So I think that. But I think also in the fall, like there is a slight possibility might be going to Rome, oh. the 20th anniversary trip that was uh, the 25th anniversary trip that was supposed to happen in uh, 2020. Might be happening in the fall of 2021. Nice. I actually thought you were going to say the Belleville Chili Cook-Off there. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if I want that kind of impact in my life, I'll just go to Show Me. <laughs> also a sponsor. Well, if you would like to have some good wings and beer and poop your pants in the morning. <laughs> right. And have a possum wait on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. All right. That's what I got for the fall. So you're going to Rome? Like, is Maybe. there an itinerary for this? You're just going to go visit the Vatican or... By yourself? With the fam? Oh, with my wife. It's our well, anniversary. I'm just making it's sure... 25th anniversary. Rob, this wasn't just a Rob, like, eat, pray, love type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honey, for our 25th anniversary, I want to go by myself to Rome. <laughs> I just want to experience the world. Look, I got prey. Like five days out of the week, nailed right. down. Right now, I got to eat and get me some love. Girl. <laughs> I need some Rome strange. Yeah. No. So that might that, and who knows if that's going to actually happen. But I think that like the fall, there might be some opportunities things open up. Oh. Rome strange. <laughs> if I have a fantasy baseball team ever in the future, the name of that ba- baseball team is Rome strange. <laughs> That's uh, that's awesome! Wow. So when uh, when might you be leaving? This seems like something you have to have planned out. This, this could be an October thing, so late October. No, okay. but you're gonna miss the Cardinal playoffs. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinal and, playoffs. Rome with my amazing wife. Uh, I think I know what to pick. And what will you be dressed up as for Halloween in Rome? Oh God! No, I will be back for Halloween, guaranteed. Whew. Guaranteed, right. I'll be back. There's gonna. There, I am not spending Halloween people. in Italy. I'm not a freak. No. Dave. <laughs> All right. I'm not one of those people who does Halloween in Italy. You know those people. I know that that oh, type. Those, that, that type. type. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Go to wine country. Oh you dress my up gosh. As a gladiator. Prance Whatever. around. Right. In your Prancing like a gladiator. <laughs> you don't want that. No. Which actually was my prom thing, by the way. Gladiators prancing? prancing like a gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> Belva West had some things going on. They were edgy. very specific in, four years. I'll tell you what. Time. In the late eighties, they were very edgy. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, yeah. All right. Secondary back to school question. Who was your favorite teacher? Who was my favorite teacher? Who? Uh, Robbie Bat leadoff. I got to think about this for a second. Do you? Well, I will say, gosh, like uh, over all the education stuff, or do we have to go sure. like childhood stuff? Ah, uh, gosh. I mean, you can break, you can go into two categories, overall, and then one childhood. Let's do that. Okay. So, overall, his name was uh, Carson Brisson. He was a you seminary kid professor. After him? I named one of my kids after him. Wow. Huh. Carson is uh, a person who. I so respected his level of faith that I would just go by his office just to talk every once in a while with him, just to have conversations with him. And I felt like 
here's a guy who has really developed an amazing relationship with God and has developed his faith and whatever he's got I want to I want some of that in my life in my in my heart so like very seriously Carson Brisson hands down just amazing teacher so um, but if I go back to when I'm younger I'm going to jump all the way back to the kindergarten and my very first teacher Mrs. Smith who by the way I become a pastor and find out that Mrs. Smith is a member of my congregation when I get here. Wow. And so when Mrs. Smith... No, bad Andy. Bad Andy. You're a bad, bad man right now. So now I'm going to go... So So you schedule some one-on-ones. Mrs. Smith's husband dies. (laughs) This... All right. All right. All right. So now this is... I'm locked in. No, I'm locked no. in on this story. So All then right. I go over Dear to... Penthouse. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I never thought it could happen to me. <laughs> That's why my husband died. <laughs> All right. Now, now we're going to get serious. You're going to feel bad about yourselves. You I freaks. never feel bad about myself. You freaks. Here's the deal. Uh, I go over to her house to help her plan her husband's funeral. We sit down at the kitchen table, and she looks across the table at me, and she says, she says, how are you doing, Rob? And I swear to you, in an instant, I felt like I was right back in kindergarten again, and I, I felt this immediate feeling of, like, being safe, like, of, like, being, like, this, like, right, of, and, like, not in some sicko way that you're thinking of right now. Either. Yeah, no, there was a, there was a, like, but I mean, like, I felt like kindergarten Rob in just one second. With Mrs. Smith sitting across the table going, how are you doing, Rob? And, like, and so Rob I just feel like... Rob how to tie your shoe instantly. <laughs> instantly. But, but I would say that, that one of my favorite teachers, because she just, like, made the whole world seem, like, okay. And I think when you're a kindergartner, sometimes maybe you yeah. need that, right? Yeah, right. So, That's fair. Right. My kindergarten teacher tried to hook me up with her daughter later on in life when I was working at Chili's. Mrs. Fritchie. Ah. Yeah. Wow, okay. And uh, and then uh, I found she? out that she smoked a whole lot of pot. <laughs> the teacher or the daughter? Both. Six of one, half dozen of another. Okay, true yeah. confession. She just... So is this your favorite teacher? Maybe she should be. But she just like showed up when I was bartending at Chili's. Miss Fritchie just showed up at my bar. And like we are just talking once I figured out that she was my great like, my, uh, kindergarten teacher. We were talking and she's like... So my daughter is almost your age, so you know, I think maybe you should get to know her. Huh. And I was like, "All right, well, getting set up." I can't even up. imagine what my daughter would do to me if I said to her, "Hey, I was at Chili, Chili." <laughs> And this bartender, this guy has a lot going best for my him. Time. Oh, oh, I'm telling you. This guy has got it going on like Donkey Kong. Because again, if you know what our team chilies. So the way he rimmed his glass with salt, I tell you what. Right. I have got to get you two together. Right? So I gave him your number and your address and the schedule you keep each day. So he'll be in contact. Oh my gosh, she killed me. Yep. So was she there with her? Uh, no, she was not. Were you I, like, hey, do you got pics? No, I... Oh my gosh. No, I, uh... 
<laughs> Wait, what was that oh my gosh to? I said you. <laughs> she got picks. But was she? Was she like, you got picks? Like, I mean, she's trying to hook you up with her. Yes, which was great. But I was 23 and she was borderline 18. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. That's... It was a little, uh, there was a whole, a whole thing. I... When you say borderline 18, like, are you saying she was, was she 18 or was she not 18? I'm pretty sure she wasn't. Okay. Miss Fritchie would not confirm nor deny the mm. actual age of her daughter, mm. which really makes me question further what she was doing. That I'm that just night, hoping that Miss Fritchie. Fritchie will be like a sponsor of this particular episode. Of the right? <laughs> and this segment sponsored by <laughs> Creepy Mom, <laughs> offering up her 17-year-old to bartenders at Chili's. And ascend dispensaries, apparently, <laughs> yes. in Fairview Heights. <laughs> oh, God. Since uh, she was so... Yep, she it. talked a lot about how much she got high. Huh. Which, I mean, I think actually makes a good kindergarten teacher. How else are you going to teach five-year-olds if you're not high all the time? Mm. Mm. What were you talking about? <laughs> Favorite teachers. Uh, I got to say, I was... Uh, I, I really liked all of my grade school teachers. Like, I really liked them. Um, even Mrs. Martin. Like, wow. she would go Ooh, off that on... That feels she, like some shade just thrown in. Oh, Mrs. she Martin. was like... Uh, never bathed? Never bathed. She had a Aww. bad wig. Aww. But she loved the Civil War. Oh, and that was Civil War for interesting hours. to me. Yeah. Hours. Like, she loved wow. the Civil War. Jeez. Wow. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Mr. Hodap was fantastic. Yeah. I, I liked it because he could talk about sports, too. Um... He got me my uh, first autograph ever, Mike Morgan. Future, it's on a it's on a uh, nineteen ninety Bowman card when he was with the Cubs. Huh? Huh? Yeah. If you read so many books, you got to pick from the pile of stuff. And why I picked Mike Morgan, I'll still never. It was know. autographed, and he was a baseball player. Yeah, and I'm was. pretty sure. Leo Hodep actually autographed that. Probably. In retrospect. <laughs> Looking back? Yeah. Uh, I think he did actually do a lot of writing to different companies to get those oh, signatures. Because, yeah. yeah. like, I, I got a Drew Bledsoe autographed Beckett from him. Really? Yeah. Mm. That's random? Very random. Very random. Uh,. I also liked Mr. Powers in high school. I don't know why. He was yeah, so Yeah, but he bitter. was also a member of the fucking but KKK. Sorry, I just, uh, I'm just going to... Wow. Yeah, wow. I'm going to have to edit that out. I'm sorry, he was? He yes, was? he tried to recruit people for the KKK. I think he's dead now. That's why I'm saying Ooh, I did not know wow. this. Yes. I'm going to rescind that last comment. He is podcast a blatant up. racist. I never knew Ooh. that, and I will rescind that last comment. Ooh. Yeah, you're just going to wow. need to... Uh, Seriously? Yes. Wow. Well, off the podcast, we'll talk about... Uh, yeah, I think I think we may need to consult with our lawyers on this one. Yeah. I'm not sure this episode can air at this point. <laughs> so many people have received accusations at this point. So. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's slide guy. There's. We never had a slide guy. Let's just be history teacher that. who was recruiting people. <laughs> right, right. And he's the one who's dropping names and accusations. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna. You are. I liked, I liked him for a very long time because he was very good at telling a story. He was very good at telling a history story. Uh -huh. That's what I liked. I, I never picked up on the under-coded racial stories. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, again, Ooh. off the podcast, I'll let Ooh. you uh, in on a story. 
After hours. After <laughs> Porch podcast with no after hours. After hours. <laughs> I like that. It's like the red shoe diaries. <clears throat> What's let's, that? Uh, let's just. I, I don't know. I have to explain. That. <laughs> we don't have to explain. All Google right. Google it. And our final question. What is the last gift you bought someone? Uh, small <laughs> gift. I guess I'll say... Well, besides birthday gifts for Nat Cat, who just turned seven. Yeah. Uh, I have flowers for the wife. Yeah? I like buying her flowers once every week, two weeks, just to keep them around the house. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I go with that. Rob? I, uh, well, I'm going to jump No, in no, there. you go ahead. So, I... Uh, I'm sorry. I We got to focus on Andy here, Rob. Let's get mm-hmm. the attention back on him. We drifted yeah, away for a second. It's right. not called Porch Beers with Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. I'm not even... I'm not in the title. I'm lucky I got invited here once. <laughs> we'll have you back with Brian, who's here every other week, I think. Yeah. I need um, to get up to, like, Dulski status on guests. Well, you have to go running with Dave and work out with Evidently him in the basement. Evidently, tickle fights is what I heard earlier. Tickle fights? Go ahead. Yeah. Let's hear it. No. Uh, so, I decided to institute a team captain on the baseball team. And so, I bought a actual, like, C to put on one of the kids' jerseys. So, that's my gift, I guess, if you want to interpret it that way. And I'm going to guess who got the C. Who? Jordan. Nope. Eli. No. Steve. Travis. <laughs> now he's going to get it. Huh. Yep. He always shows up. He's a team leader. He's the catcher. Kind of surprised you didn't invite Stan back and been like, yeah, none of you guys are good <laughs> I'm enough. Give I'm this giving this to it to my, my own kid. kid. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a, that's a great idea. I like yep. that. Yep. I like that. And it's stitched on? Uh, it's an iron on. Because I texted his mom and I go, hey, I'm going to do this. Do you want to sew it on or iron it on? And she goes, please do it. Uh, you always check with the moms first. I think my last gift was probably cash. I don't know if that feels like. God, that's that's lame. I mean, you can make something up here, Rob. We'll edit this bit out, and you can you know re- <laughs> you restart. Start over. Oh my god, I but gave it was a pony. For a wedding. Yeah, it was for a wedding. I'm like, you can give a pony for a wedding. Do you remember when Bro John gave us a pony for Christmas? I do. I do. And then it died out. It was a sickly poning. Pony. At poor poning? Yeah. Pony. Pony. If he gave you a pony, that's a different thing. <laughs> it was a sickly pony. Yeah. Yeah. Pony no, I, I wrote a check to a friend for his wedding. And yeah. That, I mean, you asked the last one. You say the last good one. But I like, I think he probably liked it. So you could spin it on whatever. So. And I'm not even counting all the things I get for my kids on their way to college. So. And how much was it for? How much I'm, was I'm it for? Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to compare my presents yeah. now to right. this. So, so, yeah, one of the questions we always close with is, what's your net worth? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how much do you give on birthday presents? That way I know if I should invite you to my kids' birthday parties moving oh, forward. Right. Yes. Oh, God, 12 bucks? It's probably uh, worth That cake costs yeah, 24 yeah. I'll tell you what, if I come to your kids' birthday party, I'll bring my roll of ones and I will make it rain. Look, 
this dude dresses up as a unicorn once in a while, so he could do that for I your kid's birthday party. He has a unicorn costume. I have a unicorn costume. I am magical. I mean, I hate to admit it, I have a unicorn costume also because well, we were a family who does of unicorns. It, right? Well, now we're all just bragging. Yeah. Now right? we're yeah. This right? now we're going into the next podcast. We're starting the Brony Hour. Apparently, <laughs> Brony Hour. <laughs> Brony. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah huh and you busted out at church sure that's a children's sermon character yeah hmm. daryl the unicorn he was gonna name it carl the unicorn <laughs> i like daryl but better. there's a there was a young man in the congregation named carl and i thought i don't want like i don't know he might be flattered or might be weirded out by the fact that pastor named his unicorn carl so yeah. you're right. I originally was going to name it Carl the Unicorn, and then I realized I've got a young guy in the congregation named Carl. You yeah. say young. I mean, he's only 43. No, not two. two. No. I'm sorry. I got an old guy and a <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I stayed away from Carl with, with Daryl. Hmm. Daryl the Unicorn. There's a lot of costumes. There's almost 30 you love characters. A, you love a costume. I do. And a voice. Which you don't always keep consistent throughout. No, no, But no. you do your, you <laughs> so do your when, best. He's going from like a Boston accent down no, to no. like a Southern accent to... Close. <laughs> so he tries to do... What is the bad guy from uh, Phineas and Ferb? Doofenshmirtz. He tries to do a Doofenshmirtz accent. Hello, everybody. <laughs> but occasionally... I'm trying to understand if your kids would like to play with... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to learn today about God. <laughs> and then sometimes he forgets that he's Doofenshmirtz, and it slips into just regular Rob voice. It just slips into a this, this. And then I'm talking with the kids. And, then I'm, <laughs> and I'm talking like, and then I'm like, oh, no, we have to go back to the tri-state area. It goes back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, that's the one thing I can't do is, that like, to hold an accent. Like, I, I just can't do it. And it... Often they'll all descend into this kind of southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> they all descend like, I'm starting up like this and that. And eventually I'm like, all right, kids, here we go. All right. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I got to say, Rob, it's been, it's been 10 years of putting up with us Link nonsense. And, yeah. I mean, you not only continue to do it. Been a trooper. But you feed into it and uh, you, you, guys you are build great. us up. Uh, you guys are great. We uh, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Absolutely, with us. God, I like being here. Even if this is one of the, uh, you know, this is probably be the most highest listened to one. But even if it's oh, not, sure, I love having you on here. So <laughs> Ryan is pissed right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, big takeaways. Have fun tonight. Yeah, yeah. That, that was forced. Okay. All right. Never mind. Well, I think you're just trying to bait other people into coming on the show yeah, because I, mean, I will. T- I will say to anyone who's who gets invited to be a guest here that you will be welcomed. Uh, you'll have a good time, and you will feel uh, a little uncomfortable in moments. Let's, and, let's, and I think we all well, need a little bit of that in our lives. I'm right all now. about that. Not forget the cash gift basket that Andy gives away to all the uh, guests oh, on the show. So, all right, seventy-five cents and pennies. <laughs> there we go. It's a very small basket. <laughs> hmm. All right. 
Well, thank you for uh, listening to another episode of uh, Porch Beers with the Lynx or Dorch Beers. Uh, no, this is this is a porch, so we're going to go Borch. Porch? Borch. Yeah, you porch. just... Uh, thank we'll you, Rob, for joining out. us, and uh, thank you for uh, for listening. Later, guys.